Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy. And I am Morgan. And today we're going to talk about overreaction. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, my gosh, Morgan. As you know, <laughs> I never overreact. <laughs> like, we've never dealt with overreaction. No, so, this never. is new for us. Um, obviously, not true. No. <laughs> so. so, all of us have experienced overreaction, and some of our kids might overreact and, more than others. Yes, and sometimes we may overreact yes. at certain times. Yes. Yes. If you're stressed or tired. Exactly. Like for a dozen reasons. Sometimes we do all overreact. Um, So it is normal. It's part of life. And as the adult, we are here to help our children learn how to deal with overreacting and Mm -hmm. how do we manage those feelings. Because when you are in the state of overreacting, there's so many emotions. You're so emotionally intense And I always feel like the person who is overreacting is the person who's suffering the most because they're the person that's going through all those negative feelings and all the drama. It's alive in their body Mm -hmm. and in their mind. So how do we help decrease the overreaction and have more of a like calmer perspective? Okay. Yes. A healthier perspective. I like that. Okay, good. Well, one thing you can do is you have to set your child up for success. Uh, Something I like to say is to be proactive rather than reactive. Uh, so we, there's going to be things that you know might set your child off, they might be upset about. Sometimes just change could happen and a kid could re- overreact about it or mm-hmm. something, an unpreferred activity. Correct. Going to or losing. Dentist, losing, that sort of stuff. And so if we, if we, instead of in the moment talking about it, which you can always do it's kind of prime your kid beforehand correct exactly so for example if you have a child who has a hard time with losing Mm -hmm. um recently we've worked with a child who um struggles with this and before playing the game we talked about okay so in this game there's four people playing how many winners there's going to be one winner how many people are not going to win three people are not going to win so just kind of breaking down the reality of And then just asking that direct question, what's going to happen if you don't win this game? And then also setting them up for like, this is something you can handle. Like, this is something you can handle. And then just reminding them that the point of playing the game is to have fun and to have the experience and, you know, just to build that skill set as well. Mm -hmm. Like recently I downloaded an app called Brain HQ and just helps your brain. Oh, is that the game? It's kind of a trivia no, it's just like all these different exercises just to get your synapses like firing. Okay. So it's just really good with like attention, memory, like all these wonderful things. Um, and I will tell you, like some games I'm getting 100% and some games I am below average. And there are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, did I just really get the score? Like I have these moments of yeah. like overreaction when I'm playing this game. Um, so I'm like, okay, I need to practice what I'm teaching the kids. 
So I have to realize I just played a game and I did not perform the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because the reason why I downloaded this app is to become better, to become a better thinker, to become a more critical thinker, and just to get my brain on a higher level, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I definitely had that moment of like, okay, time for me to practice what I am teaching the kids. So just kind of like even like anticipating where they might have an overreaction and having the conversation beforehand. Yeah. I also worked with a little girl who um, had difficulty at social gatherings, especially family gatherings near the holidays. And, you know, we're in the middle of holiday season. Was she just anxious? She just was very anxious. And she had a storyline of how she wanted everyone to act and behave and and how things should be. Um, And so we had to talk about well, like you can have that vision, but other people also have their own idea as to what a holiday is going to be. So like, what is your idea for Thanksgiving? What is your aunt's idea for Thanksgiving? What is your grandma's idea for Thanksgiving? Everyone's going to have something that's similar and everyone's going to have something that's different and they're all right and they're all okay. And it's not, and you know, just to have that openness to explore that different people have different ideas and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. So we had to talk about that beforehand, and once we had that conversation, her mom reminded her before a family event, and it definitely, it didn't like solve everything, but it was a way better family gathering than before, okay. because she was like, okay, you have your idea, I have my, it was, she was able to tolerate it better. Okay. And so, of course, everything that Morgan and I are sharing with you, we're not saying that this is all a magic wand. If you do exactly what we say, then yeah. all the problems go away. Sometimes we have to decrease before we eliminate. <laughs> if we can eliminate right on the spot, hooray. Sometimes that does happen. Yeah. Um, but reality, like it's more of a decrease before it eliminates. I know for me, even with my own, like certain habits and behaviors that I want to change, like before it totally gets eliminated, it gets decreased before it's eliminated. Mm-hmm. So um, same thing with you know, our children. Yes, that's very true. Um, and one thing that we can do too in order to help with overreacting is kind of practice flexibility. Yes. And then one idea is you can get a board game and come up with new rules for it. Mm-hmm. And then just keep changing it. And I know like there's some kids who are like, no, that's not how we play it. But that's the point of it. Yeah. Is to change the rules and just to kind of flow with it. And you can have them also come up with rules too. And sometimes they're kind of cuckoo, you know, but that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Because. The whole point is to be flexible. Exactly. The whole point is to be flexible. So when, if you're doing this exercise, if your child comes up with some rules that you might find as being cuckoo, that's totally fine. Just roll with it because you're also role modeling what flexibility is. Just make sure that obviously that it's not hurting anybody, that you're being safe. Mm -hmm. You know, just like that's always our rule that everyone has to be safe and no one's getting hurt. And sometimes just in the moment you can practice flexibility and just say out loud to your child. I mean, this happens during the school day all the time where it's like you have this lesson planned and then something happens and it goes completely awry. And I will just say, okay, well... We had this planned originally, but now we're going to go outside and we're going to this assembly instead. And we're just going to be flexible with how the day is going. And so, and that also helps me because I had this plan set out and this is what I wanted to do. And that didn't go as planned. So, um, it's nice just like in the moment to just speak 
talk about it. Like, okay, this is, we're going to be flexible today and it didn't go the way that we wanted to. Uh, and that kind of also helps your kid wrap their mind around it and see how if you're calm during it and how you're adaptable and you can go with the flow that they're more likely to do that as well. Exactly. And one thing I like to say is we're just going to flow like water. We're going to be like water right now. Mm -hmm. We're just going to flow. We're going to flow. Sometimes it's not always received well, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, but that's what we're practicing now. We're going to flow like water. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you're like, sometimes when you have a whole thing with technology planned and then the Wi-Fi isn't working, you're like, all right, well, we're going to be, we're flowing like water. Exactly. And, <laughs> so, and so that just happens. And I mean, it's a good practice for adults and children. Exactly. And that actually speaks to resiliency. Uh-huh. Right. You know, being resilient, being able just to flow and not break when something changes. So, yes, we're all going to be like water. Yes, I like it. Yes. We're flowing on down this list. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, another thing that you can do is to kind of get out of your comfort zone. Oh, and getting out of your comfort zone is so great for so many things. Not just oh, not only for flexibility and taming your overreaction. It's just good for your brain. Uh, like, for example, I'm sure you're okay with me sharing this. Well, mm-hmm. you have no choice anymore, Morgan. I'm oh, just no. going to say it. I know. <laughs> uh, so, like, when Morgan and I first started talking about how we can team up and work together, we had, like, so many different ideas and models of what we were going to do. And then when we finally settled on, like, let's create a podcast together, we both said, we don't know how to do a podcast. Yes. And the first thing we both said is like, well, this will be good for our brains. We'll get to learn something new. So mm-hmm. doing this podcast is something new for Morgan and something new for me. Yes. Um, so we've learned a lot and it's always good just to create and do something new. Um, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, you don't fail. You either win or you learn. Right. So if you win and you learn, then it's obviously a win win. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some learning experiences are more difficult than others. Yes. Yes. No, what I call like when something uh, that is more difficult than it should be, I call it my little lesson. Yes. The student being a little bit more difficult. Oh, he's just being my little lesson today. And that's fine. And so you can kind of frame it in that way to have it be less negative. So when you're working with your kid and you're, if you're kind of doing something new and different and it it doesn't go well, you can kind of frame it in in those words. Exactly. Like my divorce. That was my lesson, (laughs) right? Exactly. Yes, it was. It was. And actually, like, I know this is going to sound. Well, you're not going to think it sounds weird, but like I learned so much from that. Mm -hmm. And even though it was painful and horrifying and all these other things and just having to like rebuild my life from scratch, it actually has been a gift for me because I've been able to recreate my life in a way that I want. Um, And I've actually learned more about myself and more about what I want and who I am. So it's true. So just learning these lessons like it's not a failure it's a lesson and being able to move forward and something that uh i think we should talk about is to help with overreacting is kind of uh mindfulness and maybe practicing when things do get hard taking deep breaths and as we talked about before we have these meditation apps and those really help yes and those strategies can really help when you feel those feelings of anxiety or you feeling those feelings of anger start to come and then you can teach your kid it's okay to have those feelings it's okay to just feel overwhelmed but how do we deal with those feelings is really what is important mm-hmm. and one way to deal with it is just to kind of take deep breaths exactly. kind of go to your happy place think of 
positive things. Exactly. Um, notice your triggers. Yes, exactly. And some of the kids that I work with, sometimes when they're really upset in that moment, I'll say something like, I could see that you're at a level 10. Yeah. How do we get to a level 9? Because if we're at a level 10, I will be a fool to say, let's get to level 5 or 1 because that seems impossible. Uh-huh. But getting from a level 10 to a level 9 seems more doable. So then once they're at level 9, okay, let's go to a level 7. You know, so it's like slow increments of how do we get from this state of anger and how do we lessen it? Yeah. So, um, so these are things that we can always practice too. Sometimes having that imagery helps the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, of a dial. Sometimes the on and off switch is too much for them. I have a thermometer. Oh yes, exactly. So yes, you can do things like that. And I'm sure there are visuals on the phone that you can use too, that it kind of like a dial that can go up and down with how they're feeling and that sort of thing. Exactly. And then you can even ask them, how do you want to feel? Because most kids, when they're in that state, when I ask them, how do you want to feel right now? No one says, I want to stay angry. You know, a lot of them like, I want to feel happy. I don't want to feel this anymore. Okay, so if you want to feel happy now where you don't want to feel this anymore, what needs to happen? Mm -hmm. And just to start putting those questions out, because the way that our mind works is once you ask the question, we start thinking about the answer. Like, what do I need to do? Like, one of the things that I do with the kids is, like, um, for some of the kids I work with, is, like, we get post notes, and we write different things on it, and it's called Take What You Need. Mm-hmm. And so I'll put it on the wall, so, like, some of the, some of it will be, like, uh, you know, play outside, go on a walk, uh, you know, watch a video, like a quick video, obviously, or go on a bike ride, or talk to mom, something like that. Um, so it's important to like for some kids to have that visual. So with some of the kids I work with, I'll say, okay, go to the wall and show me what you need. And they will go to the wall and they'll say like, I need a drink of water now and I need to go outside. I'm like, okay, so get a drink of water, go outside. This way they also feel like they're in control of their feelings. And they have choices. And they have choices, exactly. So it's called take what you need and it's just post notes and you can come up with different ones. With one of the students I work with, we have, oh my gosh, along the side of his wall on his wall we have I think about 30 post notes oh wow yes okay yes he has a lot of different things so when he goes to his wall there's plenty of choices yes exactly like go read a book you know go on his bike there's so many things that he can pick from you know uh call a parent like whatever it is like he has that and so now these like feelings of frustration have definitely decreased just because he now knows what to do yeah, yeah, and he feels more in control, and so yes. I like that a lot. That's yes, good. and then it just empowers them, too, as well. Um, and to wrap it all up, what you could do with your child is kind of discuss after an overreaction does occur what they could do in the future to kind of have make it have a different reality. So just kind of teach them after the fact. Okay, so in this moment, you had mm-hmm. this reaction. How could you... How could you do better next time? Yes. Like, what could you do differently? Mm -hmm. And then just come up with um, different choices. One of the things I like to say is that there's more than one option. Like, there's more than one way to catch a fish. You know, there's just more than than one right way. Exactly. So, you know, what are different choices that you can do? And this way, when you teach them when they're in a calmer state, they will be able to absorb the information. So if something like this were to happen again or something along the same vein of this happening again, then in their toolbox they have different reactions of what they can pull out. Yeah, that's great. Yes. And again, like we talked about in a previous podcast, you could either do it through art, you could do it through dolls, or you can do it through role play or just even direct conversation. 
Yes, there's so many different ways, as we said before, there's more than one right way to do anything. Um, so I think that wraps it up for overreacting. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.